Well, you could start now, Cyrus, when you pick up the, 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 the audio. You can start right here. So Easter is the day, the day on the Christian calendar, uh, the day we celebrate our Lord's victory over death. But unless we want to, uh, or we, we fall prey, not want to, but unless we fall prey to religious tradition, it's important to remember that true belief uh, precedes good behavior. True belief precedes uh, true, belief, uh, true behavior, good, true behavior. Um, I've shared this story with you before, I'll share now. Uh, there was not a whole lot to do in Bakersfield, but uh, uh, that's where I, I, up until age 10, I lived and have fond memories of there, but glad I'm not. Uh, the, the, went to the county fair and they had, again, the little sign, chicken playing the piano. Chicken playing the piano. And so a little booth, you put in a quarter or a nickel or whatever it was, a light would come on, grain would fall down on this little toy piano and the chicken would peck the piano keys. Chicken playing the piano. Chicken playing the piano. Well, when we put in our quarter, nickel, whatever, uh, the light came on, the chicken pecked the piano, but no grain came down. The chicken had been conditioned to, uh, on cue, play, peck at, the, peck at the keys when the light came on because it knew that grain would be there or it thought that grain would be there uh, when the light came on. Uh, but trust me, that chicken wasn't Beethoven. Uh, it wasn't even Schroeder on, uh, on Peanuts. Uh, and it was just making noise. It wasn't making, it wasn't playing music, it was making noise. Why am you going down this memory lane again? It's because we don't want to be that chicken pecking at the keys of the piano, at the little toy piano. We don't want to be the ones when the, the lights come on, you peck the keys. You're making noise, but you're not making music. Uh, and it could be easy for professing Christians to fall into that trap, especially on days like this. Oh, it's Easter Sunday, it's Resurrection Day. Oh, you know, and you dress, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with cleaning up, brushing your teeth, please do. I just, you do, do. It's, it's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, there's everything right with that. But, but, but uh, let's, not, let's not make noise, let's make music. Uh, I'm not sure how many people you know that indeed Christ has risen from the dead. And if we're not careful, that becomes just something that you say and don't really understand, you don't grasp. Oh, he's risen from the dead. Oh, yeah. And uh, can, can you pass the salt? Uh, you know, uh, it's like, no, did you just hear what you said? Christ is risen. That's why it was the call and the response. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. We need to remind each other that Christ is risen from the dead. Uh, thank you again, Adriel, for such a, a wonderful and powerful word. Uh, we'll turn our attention to the 20th chapter of the, uh, and this is not going to be a systematic, uh, uh, I know, Pastor, you said we're going to not be here long. It's like, just, just, just roll with me. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We've seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were 
and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. If you're like me, you know more than a, uh, a few people like Thomas. <laughs> and if you're not careful, if you look in the mirror, you might be looking at one of them. <laughs> what I've discovered is that much of what we profess and believe is not much more than words. Uh, to turn a phrase from Forrest Gump, belief is as belief does. Belief is as belief does. Show me Jesus right here, right now. Then I'll believe. You might, but I actually doubt it. You know, for those that don't already believe, I doubt if he were here, that would be enough for you to start believing. Oh, it's an illusion. It's, it's a magic mirror. He even got Michael Jackson showing up in a hologram. It's like, no, 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 that's not Jesus. See, at some point we have to reconcile the this. What is the this? The this is this thing we call life. We have to reconcile that, the how, the why, the where, this. So keep in mind, all of the disciples were, all of them, they were either not paying attention when Jesus said he was going to Jerusalem, I'm going to be betrayed, I'm going to be beaten. I'm going to be crucified, and I'm going to raise from the dead. Either they weren't paying attention, or they didn't believe what he said. Those are the two choices. They were all huddled in a locked room. All of them. All of them. Um, hmm, why? Because they thought they were next in line. We saw what happened to him. I don't want that to happen to me. Lock the door. But Jesus comes in and says, what's up? That's my translation. Yeah. What's up? What y'all doing? Uh, and so now the disciples told Thomas, uh, look, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's my translation. Look, dog, we saw him. We were locked in a room, and he showed up. But theirs was a firsthand witness to a risen Savior. That wasn't enough for Thomas. Uh, Thomas, like a whole lot, if not all of humanity, is skeptical. It's, it, it's skeptical. That's why they're called skeptics. I know, I know that's, that's really profound. Uh, if I were sitting in the back of uh, Jesus' lecture hall, not paying attention, uh, putting bubble gum on the back of a chair, uh, not, not taking good notes, uh, chances are when the stuff went down, I probably, not, I, not probably, I'd have been one of the disciples in the room with a locked door. Huh. Uh, 
<laughs> Look, I saw what happened to him. With my two eyes, I saw. And I know it's not going to turn out well for me. So you know what? Lock the doors. Uh, and now Thomas is saying, you want me to believe that he's not dead? Oh, boy, you got jokes. You, you got serious jokes. Uh-uh. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But if I were a disciple and I witnessed all the miracles he did, turning water into wine, making the blind see, the lame walk, even a dead man uh, come to life, if I saw all of that, I would believe. Really? Really? Yeah, you know, you're talking to me now. It's just be me and you. Really? Uh, you might just say, well, Jesus just ran out of tricks. You know, it's like, you know, kind of like Felix the Cat. You guys, for those of you who are uh, younger than 40, you don't know nothing about Felix the Cat. Uh, but his little cat, but he had a little bag of magic tricks that would bail him out of all the problems of life. And he'd try this, try this, try this. Well, well, maybe Jesus, you know, if he's a, uh, a religious Felix, uh, Jewish Felix, then uh, he just ran out of tricks. So fast forward to a week later. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. And through the door, though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, What's up? No, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord, my God. Again, I'm going to remind you, Thomas was where all of the disciples were a week ago. Now everybody's caught up. And now Thomas says, my Lord, my God. So what are we to take away from this? At least two things, as I like to say, at least two things. Don't be surprised by the skepticisms of skeptics. That's why they're skeptics. Don't be surprised by non-believers that say, I don't believe it. I don't expect you to believe it. If I'm not, if I haven't, if I haven't transitioned from darkness into light, if I have not been born again, uh, I'm not buying this either. Uh, and two, at one point, every one of us, Every one of us, every one of us was a skeptic. Translation, you weren't born saved. Let me say that again because I don't think you really got it. You weren't born saved. A lot of us like to think that, oh man, I just woke up one day and I just, man, I'm holy. What happened here, you know? I, I guess I, I, don't, I don't know at what point uh, that I actually gave my life to Christ. I remember so well, so distinctly, at age 16, I'm a PK. I've, I've shared the story, a PK. So at age 16, Spirit of God was moving at the church we were worshiping at uh, with my father. And uh, Spirit of God just, just was moving. That's all I got to say. It was moving. And a woman walked up to me, dear woman, has gone on to be with the Lord. And she just approached me. Hey, I'm a church-going person. I go to church. I show up. I'm religious. I believe in God. I, blah, blah. And she said, your father's a holy man. Your mother's a holy woman. 
but you need to know God for yourself. A lot of us try and back in on this thing because mama went to church. I was dragged to church, so ipso facto, that makes me born again. No, I don't. At some point, at some point, and see, that's, that's much of the problem with, see, because, you know, Barna or whoever says, you know, 80% plus of America uh, professes Christ. You know, I know, America knows. That's a lie. That's, that's, just, that's just ignorant. Did anybody believe that? A uh, chicken can pack at the piano. That'll make them Beethoven. And so to profess, to, to say, oh, I believe in a God. Well, you're right at the level of devils right now. Okay, that's, that's, that's very good. I'm glad you said that. You're not a fool. Uh, so so uh, I'm just quoting scripture now. Uh, I believe in God. But is he your Lord? Have you given your life to him? Uh, see, also look at the text. Jesus calls Thomas out without any prodding from the other disciples, you know, like we would like to do. Hey, Jesus, you know, see, see Thomas over there? <laughs> he was the one. He was the, he, he didn't doubt, he's doubt, no, no. Jesus shows up. I know who you are. I know what you said. Here I am. I know what you are. I know who you are. I know I'm not getting Thomas mixed up with Matthew. I'm not getting him mixed up with Andrew. I'm not, it's like, Thomas, I wasn't there physically, but I heard you. Here I am. Why are you, you wasting? Look, all I'm saying is don't think for a moment that God doesn't know who you are. And know the, 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 the status of your heart and even the doubt that you may even, even hold. God, I believe. Help my unbelief. Particularly, see, 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 see. A lot of us, we just, we just fake the funk. You know, it's like when, when stuff hits the fan, we just don't show up anymore. <laughs> we just, it's like, where's brother so and so? I don't know. Must be going through something because I ain't seen him. See, see. So, so when we go through stuff. relate to Thomas. That's all I got to say. Uh, it's one thing to, uh, to, to mouth words. It's another thing to behave in a way that reflects a heart that has been truly transformed. Uh, God knows our heart, the good and the ugly, as you will. So look at, look at Jesus' response. Jesus said to him, because you have seen me, you have believed. I don't think Jesus is, I don't know, I don't know. But I don't think Jesus' response is one of disdain. You old dummy. Uh, I don't think it's that, I don't, I, don't, I don't read it that way. I don't read it that way. Jesus is disappointed, yeah. But he's not, he doesn't look at Thomas as some kind of hopeless loser. He's not looking at me, well, you did, man, I've been spending these years with you, and you didn't get it. 
Uh, Jesus told his whole set, his whole set of disciples, he told them, he said, all of you all are going to abandon me. Every last one of you. As, and as Audrey said, it's like their, their, their abandonment didn't preclude his love for them. It was an ongoing thing. When did Christ start loving me? When I was yet a sinner. When I couldn't even spell salvation. When I didn't even know Jesus in my own pardon of my sins. He died for me. He wasn't waiting for me. Oh, okay, now you want to come to me? All right, now, good, good, good. It's like Jesus' death is available to each and every one of us. He loves Jeffrey Dahmer just as much as he loves you. He loves him just oh, he loves what he did? Did I say that? He loves the, the, the vilest person you can imagine. He's not worthy of God's love. Neither are you. Neither are you. Neither of you. Um, Jesus is simply stating the obvious. You believe me, you, you believe me because you see. Not, see, to not believe would be beyond lack of faith. It'd be stupidity. It's like, no, you believe because you see. Oh, well, I'm still not gonna believe. Well, you're stupid then, because I'm standing right here. Here's my hand, here's my side. Satisfy yourself. Um, what am I saying? As much as I love Aaron and the Easter Bunny suit, our faith is not an Easter Bunny faith. Our faith is not an Easter Bunny faith. Um, but neither is Jesus if you were standing right next to me. See, see, that's not faith. That's, that's like, that's certainty. That's, that's, that's not faith. See, it's better than that. Because each of us, see, we, we don't, we, we, we absolutely don't get it. Why do I know I don't get it? Because I get the calls. Um, you have, if you've really gone from darkness into light, from death into life, you have the same Holy Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead living in you. That's why Jesus said, I got to leave and you're going to get something better. Because I can only be in one place at one time. But I could be in Stephanie, I could be in Aaron, I could be in Gail, I could be in Anna. I could be, I could be ministering to all of humanity all at the same time. Better than having my risen savior standing right next to me. Uh, see, that's why we emphasize our gatherings. See, I, I, I can't, gosh. You'll get it one day, and I, 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 it'll be, I'm sure, long after I'm gone, because I was in the same boat you are. I hear you, Dad. I hear you, Pastor. I hear you, whatever. Uh, but it'll kick in when it kicks in. Is that small group, family night, men's fellowship, women's fellowship, that is for you. It's not for me. I mean, my, yeah, I can benefit from it. But hey, I'm telling you, the, the, the clock is getting ready, you know, the coach is getting ready to turn into a pumpkin. You know, it, 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 it's almost midnight, but it's probably 4.30 for you. So you still got some time to dance and party and do whatever. So, so those things, those opportunities for you to fellowship, to go deep, to relate to one another, to, to, 
So God didn't put us on this earth to struggle through life in lonely isolation. He, it, it, it is not a good thing to do, it's a necessary thing to do, to be in fellowship and to relationship with one another. So, uh, and as I said, I'm concluding, as John's gospel goes, closes, he says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. One of our daughters uh, down in Southern California, uh, she keeps a prayer journal. She is, yes. Uh, life, it's funny how life will drive you to the cross. Life will drive you to the cross, if you're really his. Hey, that's a big if. So if you find yourself kind of far from the cross, uh, you know, uh, repeat step one. You know, just, just, just go back to step one and affirm that you are really his. And so uh, she keeps a journal. And uh, she keeps a journal. It's, uh, and she was praying specifically. She said, I, God, I want my husband, both of them are teachers. He's like, I want my husband to have this job in this school district at this school and she's been doing and journaling it. And she's like, and journaling it, and journaling it, and journaling it, and journaling it, and not getting the answer she wanted. So she called uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. Um, Dad, you won't believe this. You already know this, the answer. Gets the call. Do you know anyone who wants to work at this school district in this, in this capacity of a teacher? And is like, it's kind of like uh, 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 the, the, the daughter of uh, Moses' mother. I know somebody. She said, Dad, you can't make this stuff up. I said, no, you can't make this stuff up. God is faithful. God is faithful. I, I, but I hear you. I, I hear you. I hear you. But trust me, I've got firsthand experience on this. But what if God doesn't answer the way we want, the way the request goes up? What about that? Let me just, just cut to the chase. He's still God. Even if you don't get the answer you were hoping for, he's still God. The message version of the conclusion of the book of Habakkuk reads like this. Though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, though the apples are warm eaten and the wheat fields stunted, though the sheep pens are sheepless and the cattle barns empty, I'm singing joyful praise to God. I'm turning cartwheels of joy to my Savior God, counting on God's rule to prevail. I take heart and gain strength. I run like a deer. I feel like I'm the king of the mountain. Just love this parenthetical postscript for congregational use with full orchestra. In case, I love the Cliff Notes version. In case you don't know when to to really get stupid, crazy, and shout. Okay, let me, let me just show you here. It's like, for congregational use with a full orchestra. Our faith will prevail.
precede our behavior. Our faith will precede. I conclude with this. I am done, Sister Jones. Thank you so much. There was a, uh, my father told the story. I don't know if it's true or not. But I remembered when I was younger than Tabitha, uh, he would tell the story about this tightrope tight rope walker going across Niagara Falls with a wheelbarrow. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, two people were saying, uh, I don't think he's going to make it. I think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it. I think he's going to make it. And to the one who said, I think he's going to make it, he said, if you think I'm going to make it, get in the wheelbarrow with me. Our faith precedes behavior. What are you saying? I'm saying that when we go through life, that's not the time to isolate and it's like, okay, I believe, but you keep going across that, uh, I'm not getting in that wheelbarrow. I invite you. Christ invites you. Get in the wheelbarrow. I, I, I might perish. The disciples already beat you to that when they were on the boat. Master, don't you care if we perish? That's a dumb question. I mean, Jesus is on the boat. What do you think? What, so you woke me up for this? You woke me up for this? Oh, man, cloth ears. Peace. Be still. What's going on in your life? What's going on? It's not a rhetorical question. What's going on in your life? See, I, I, I can tell. I'm done. I promise I'm done. Let me shut this down. Uh, uh, I, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm pastor and I'm a shepherd, is that I love you guys without condition. I do. You break my heart on the regular, though, but uh, that's it. <laughs> But as God showed me, that's how I break his heart. And so God has blessed me in the 12 years that we've been in relationship is to be long-suffering, extend grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. But I will say this, and I am done. When we, not if, but when we go through life, and you know what I mean, when we go through life, don't lean out, lean in. But I don't feel like it, lean in. Gail, was, as she was nursing me, I, I know I'm a horrible patient. I am, I am, I am just a dreadful patient. Uh, why are you shaking your head? Yes, I'm, um, I'm a horrible patient. And uh, she checked me because there's this one little uh, airborne thing she, she, just, she just swears by. She said, you need to take airborne, you need to take it. You don't want to get well. Okay, I started, it's a funny thing, I started feeling better. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, lean in. Lean in. Lean in. When life is not going the way you want it, lean in. That's it, let's bow. Our Father, our God, I, again, I say thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for doing everything well. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the words, Father. I pray that they don't fall on hard ground. 
but fertile ground. You'll do the increase. That's all. Thank you, Father. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand. Eric's got a, he's got a, he's got a, a, a dinner reservation at some place. Nice. Thank you all for worshiping with us again. Deacons, Deacons Doss, please uh, monitor the table. Please, I want every shirt gone, every t-shirt gone, please. The church has left the building. Trust me, the church has left the building. It is when Christ finished work on the cross, if there were any doubt, the church has left the building. And I'm meeting you over the mercy seat anymore. You're the church. You're the church. I love you. You're the church. You're the church. She said, I, I remember that from the, one of the churches I, I went to before. Bow your heads, please. Our Father, our God, thank you again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for this day. As we go down from this place, watch over us. Protect us. Father, let us be incredible lights. Let us be obvious churches that have left this building that you have given us the privilege to, to reside in for this season. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Let every heart say, Amen. Hug somebody. Hug somebody.